You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And hi, everybody. And I want to point out that as I uh, record this, uh, I do not have any new information on DeMar Hamlin and what happened last night in the Monday night football game between the Bills and the Bengals. I think I speak for a lot of people sending out prayers and thinking about this 24-year-old athlete who at the time, and again, I don't know right now, but at the time it was very apparent that his life was in danger when we received word from Joe Buck and Troy Aikman and the crew at ESPN that CPR was being performed on the field. So let me just start off by saying that. Uh, The football game at that point did not matter. I think it's unfortunate what happens in this world of social media when we have such a, a breaking story, and in this case, a potentially tragic story, depending on what happens with DeMar, whether he will make a recovery or not. I was most encouraged with a tweet that came out at 10.31 Eastern time from Jordan Rooney. He put out, update on DeMar. His vitals are back to normal, and they have put him to sleep to put a breathing tube down his throat. They are currently running tests. We will provide updates as we have them. Well, obviously, There have been a lot of people that wanted to check out on Jordan Rooney. As a matter of fact, he had nearly 40 million views on that tweet. So who was Jordan Rooney? Who was his source? He responded on social media. Source is me, his friend, and marketing rep. The UC hospital has said they would not come out with any new updates throughout the night. And so we really don't know what was going on from the time the collision occurred at, Medf- at midfield in Cincinnati to even now, as I am recording this, we can only hope and pray that Jordan Rooney's information is accurate, that he is legit, and that the best is going to happen with a positive outcome. You know, as far as whether the Bengals and the Bills will play, who cares? Seriously. I mean, somebody almost, or maybe as you were listening to this, did perish on the football field. And I think it's unfair that the NFL got attacked last night. You know, everyone wants to sit around and act like they are experts 
in a time of crisis, okay? Canceling an event like Monday Night Football from afar is not an easy task, okay? The commissioner is the one that makes the call on this. He needs to gather all of the information possible as he is in New York watching the game. And, you know, it's not A, B, C, D, okay? It's not as quick as you may think. And everyone wants to rush to judgment on that. One thing that was very apparent to me in watching everything unfold last night is that there was no way the game was going to resume. I used just common sense there. I told myself there was no way the game was going to resume before we were told by the crew at ESPN that the game was not going to resume. Common sense told me after looking at the players and their reaction and that they were administering administering CPR on the field, that told me we were dealing with a life and death situation, okay? That's what it told me. And at that point, you know, I didn't want the game to resume as a football fan, as somebody that has been watching the NFL for many years, since 1962. Not only did I not want the game to resume, I knew the game would not resume. Common sense told me that. Common sense also tells me that a lot of weird, sad things are going to come out on social media in the time of a crisis. It happens every day, every minute of every day, and last night was no different. No different at all. Of course, Skip Bayless started it off with a tweet that infuriated a lot of people. Skip from Fox Sports put out, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Again, he puts out that it's irrelevant right now. 97 million views on that tweet by Skip Bayless. Think about that for a minute. 97 million views from that tweet by Skip Bayless. An hour later, or less than an hour later, he goes back to social media and says, nothing is more important than that young man's health. That was the point of my tweet. I'm sorry if that was misunderstood, but his health is all that matters. Again, everything else is irrelevant. I prayed for him and I will continue to do so. That's Skip Bayless. Again, social media last night and what goes on, all right? This is from a gentleman who was an executive at Fox Sports who retired or left Fox Sports in 2014, and he put on Twitter, you've actually created the worst take ever. A man could be dead, you effing, P-O-S. You actually make me effing embarrassed that I helped start the network that pays you millions of effing dollars. You truly are a worthless P-O-S. What in the actual F are you thinking? I mean, that's a wow, is it not? Scott Erickson is the man that put that tweet out, a former executive at Fox Sports. You know, when these things are going on, when I mean these things, I'm talking about news breaking stories, crisis, you know, whatever. I always look at people on social media that have credibility. I don't really spend a lot of time looking at the common folk who just wants to weigh in on what is going on. For instance, 
David Chow, former team doctor in the National Football League, uh, the football doctor, all right, the pro football doc. I thought he put out a tweet that made a lot of sense to me. He put out, I am sure no update tonight makes people rightfully worried. But the best sign of hope is the ambulance waited for his family before going to the hospital. Cardiac contusions are very serious, but this immediate on-field care gives DeMar Hamlin a great chance. You know what's interesting? When I was watching the telecast and they said that the ambulance was waiting for his mom, I thought to myself, God, that's odd. You know, if an individual is truly fighting for his life and needs to get to the trauma center, why would you wait for anyone, right? Wouldn't that ambulance rush to the hospital? And again, David Chow, Dr. Chow, made that tweet after the UC Medical Center put out a statement that said they did not expect to have an update throughout the night on DeMar Hamlin's status. So I always look at people that have credibility, experts in the field. I don't really worry about what the common fan who's at the game or has a bet on the game or a Bills fan or a Bengals fan has to say about whether the game is going to continue or not. I would say that 99% of everything that I saw on social media was for the game not to resume. And as I said, I think common sense told me that the NFL would not resume that game. A lot of people are saying, well, it wasn't their call. The players said they weren't going to play. Again, you really don't understand what happens in a situation like that. I've been involved in postponements of games, not on this magnitude, obviously. And I've always thought, gee, why is it taking so long? And then I find out the reason why it takes so long, that the league needs every ounce of information that they can get before making a decision of this magnitude. All right. And again, a lot of fans and a lot of members of the media don't want to accept that and they don't want to understand that. Here's what I do know. And I'm going to make this your short podcast today because of what happened last night. And we're all praying for DeMar Hamlin and we're all praying for the best possible result. Having a player on the field receiving CPR is as bad as it gets. And I've watched players get carried off the field with spinal injuries. If you want to go back to Daryl Stingley, and we can talk about others. And there's nothing positive watching an event like that. It's horrific. It's horrible. But I've always said this about players that play football, particularly in college, well, even high school for that matter, or even in youth level. But adults, so we'll keep it to the National Football League. They understand the dangers of playing a collision sport. They understand that. They understand that spinal injuries do happen and they take that risk and they accept that risk. But I don't know how many players in the National Football League think that a fatality on the field is something that could occur. If you're a race car driver, if you're in motorsports, you understand that's a risk. And we have watched motorsports. We have watched horrific accidents where there is death on the track, and yet the race will resume. It's a different sport, okay? Different risks. You understand that if you get behind the wheel of a motor vehicle going over 200 miles per hour, there's a chance 
that you may perish on the track. It is understood. I have talked with Gary Gerald, who has covered numerous, 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 numerous Indy 500s and other motorsports about that. I've asked him in-depth questions about how on earth do they continue. And he talked about it's accepted that it is part of the sport and it is horrible, but they understand those risks. Does anybody think that death on a football field is really part of a risk of playing football? Spinal injuries, yes. Head injuries, yes, but not death. So again, the game was not going to go on last night. The game really should not be played. The NFL, in my opinion, needs to work out a mechanism so that when we go through the NFL playoffs, everyone is fine with it. But let's just say that everyone is not fine with it. Kansas City is vying for a number one seed. Buffalo's vying for a number one seed. And Cincinnati is vying for a number one seed. You know what? Every member of the National Football League right now understands that nothing is ever put above a player's life, period. And so if the NFL works out something this week and the fans in Kansas City aren't happy or the fans in Buffalo aren't happy or the fans in Cincinnati aren't happy, too damn bad, okay? Again, as I'm recording this, I don't have any new information. I am praying that when you do listen to this, we don't have a fatality that occurred on the football field last night with DeMar Hamlin, all right? That's what we all want. Who the number one seed in the AFC really is not that important. It truly isn't, okay? The players in the National Football League, I would think, would understand that. They would accept that. And whatever system, however the NFL decides they're going to move forward with the seeding, so be it. That's the way it is. We always hear about keep things in perspective. Keep things in perspective. Well, once again, another situation on an athletic field where last night we are once again reminded, keep things in perspective. Who the number one seed is, to me, big deal. Who the hell cares right now? And that's my podcast for today. I'm not even going to do a crowd ultra Q&A today. I'm not going to do a rant today. I don't think it's proper. Prayers for that young man and what he went through and what his family went through last night. DeMar Hamlin, okay? And again, we can only pray. We can only hope that he is going to be okay. He's in a Cincinnati hospital. The National Football League, again, talked about what happened. I read you the tweet from his friend and business associate. The ambulance, we know, spent several minutes in the stadium parking lot. We know his family was at the game. We know that his mother rode in the ambulance with her son. Those are the facts as I record this. Thanks again. Hope you have a blessed day. So long. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.